live okay we're live hello 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 everyone welcome to the mic is listening you know you know i was actually just gonna say like so rob do you ever like sit back and like go oh my gosh i need one more extra thing before we go live and then you go and run off like coffee like i needed a refill coffee right before oh, we went oh you mean live. like i just did yes all the time <laughs> not calling you out on everything no no no, no the, but the um, worst thing is when you mentioned coffee i fill the coffee we banter, I drink the coffee, and now I have to go the whole show without the coffee. Do you want to go grab it? You can. I'll just, I'll, I'll, like, nah. in the intro, go grab your coffee while you do the intro. So, hey, why don't we do this? We'll, we'll go early here and say, hey, Rob, are you ready for the mic is listening? I am. All right. Okay. You've got like 30 seconds. Run. The mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Mic is Listening. I am Sia. And, uh, you know, I apologize for last week. Long story short, and this will be my anecdote for the day, is for those that do produce content and you do decide to get the microphone, the webcam, and all that good stuff, watch for your cables. I get it. We're all excited. We want to run around. We want to make sure the lighting's perfect and all that good stuff. But watch your cables because I literally kicked my connection between my soundboard and the computer. And and uh, I have the Rodecaster Pro. So those that know, um, it is a USB-C connection to USB. And I broke my USB-C connection. What a pain in the wazoo that is. And just so you guys know, I've yet to hear back from Rodecaster. And I don't know if it's replaceable. And uh, that wasn't a cheap piece of equipment. So watch your cables. Friendly advice. Otherwise, it costs you money. Just saying. And if you like to throw away money, do business with me and we will have some fun at least while we're doing it. Just kidding. All right. So anyway, guys, um, I'm really excited and really um, just going to have some fun today because you know what? When you have a fellow creator, producer, network runner, um, you're just going to have to have some fun because, you know, in this industry, I love to say it, all ships rise with a tide. All hail Mr. Rob Southgate of Southgate Media Group. Welcome to the Mike is Listening. I am so happy to be here, Sia. And it's so funny because literally this is not our first conversation. And all we did the last time was nerd out about like business stuff and music and like whatever. We are cut from the same cloth. So <laughs> as I'm, I'm watching your stuff, I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't say it's a good cloth. I said it's, it's a cloth. Uh, but it's so funny because we have so many similar ideas on all this. And it's it's such a nerdy, nichey thing, you know, that, that we are these producers and into the podcast thing. And it's so funny. It's so funny. I've got a kindred spirit here. Well, thank you very much. And you know what? I really do believe that there is such opportunity in the podcast medium. Like, I get the... I think right now, I think why I'm so excited about this conversation with you, particularly because you are of my genre, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. is I would say 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago, um, the idea of the podcast, there's so many folks that are like, oh, that's what nerd, nerd alert, like, oh, these, you know, people desperate for attention, like creating, like, what do I want to, why would I want to listen to a podcast, et cetera? 
now because of TikTok, because social media has accelerated the voice of the normal person, regular person, I think podcast is a huge tool for both business and personal branding. I mean, oh, do you agree or disagree? I beat the drum on this all the time. In fact, uh, we were just on vacation with uh, at, a, at a lake house with some cousins and she uh, was having some some marketing questions. And she said, what is it you do exactly? I mean, she knows about the podcasting. She knows about my consulting, but not like people don't actually know what you do, right? Yeah. So I started describing it. And then I start, she said, this is not for profit. And I started talking about how it would be a good tool. And the, the big drum that I'm beating is podcasting is an incredible marketing tool. And the reason is not like people think, oh, I'm, I'll do this and look, it's another revenue stream or, oh, I get it. I can go on there and immediately get followers. It's like, no, it, it, it's not that. It's that it's an incredibly personal medium. So if yes. you have a show that you do, let's say you do a show about rowing. Okay. The people listening are interested in rowing. rowing. They are also listening to you talk about it. And I mean, come on, it's happened to you. you. You listen to podcasts, you start thinking, you know, the hosts, sometimes you actually kind of do because they, they are able to bring themselves into it so much that you feel like, wow, I have a connection here. And if you can achieve that now, when they say, Hey, have you tried stamps.com and here's how I use it? A certain percentage of that audience is going to be like, I trust you. Yeah. I know you and it, you're you're now my smart friend recommending it. Because yeah. let's face it, if you ever worked in retail, we owned a retail store, okay? Okay. A lot of people say the most dangerous person that walks in is the smart friend because they know more than you, even though <laughs> they might not. Well, your podcast is your smart friend, but you're going to them for the advice and they're selling you or they're telling you something about it that essentially is selling you something that that feels like it is tailored to you, like it's a trusted friend. It's, yeah. it's a wonderful marketing tool. I, I can't say enough about it. And it's, it's why I went into the consulting end of it. You know, uh, when we started, it was, I, I'm going to go back in time. Oh, I wish I had the graphic. Oh, this is oh, basic screen art, but just, everyone would just do it. We'll just do it. So, uh, <laughs> when we started our network, uh, my wife Maeve and I started it. Uh, we, we had these big dreams that we were going to have, you know, we're going to start this network. We're going to have five shows within three years, and maybe we'll have like two other podcasters working for us. Uh, that was in July by December. We had 36 shows. Uh, we had about, I don't know, 80 podcasters working for us. It was ridiculous. And we ended up getting interviewed on shows about the business side of it. Cause it was exciting. It was 10 years ago. I mean, back then, back then in my day, I remember, reading about how there were 10,000 podcasts and people were like, whoa, how can you compete in that? Okay. A thing just came out the other day that there are what, 4 billion podcasts around the world. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's something I... ridiculous. Yeah. It's something ridiculous like that. But how but many when... are active? How many are actually That's active? The point. Even when it said 10,000, I went on, on at the time, Apple on iTunes and I was looking through in my, in my competitors and I'm like, gone, 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 gone. There, If there were 10 shows in one niche subject, uh, one of them was active, two of them were active, the rest of them did two episodes and died off or yep. did three seasons and were gone. Uh, when I say I executive produce 125 podcasts, I don't. I mean, I did. Uh, but so many of them 
you know, it did their run. Yeah. You know, uh, we did Orange is the New Black. That was what, seven seasons? We did seven seasons of the podcast and it's done. But did I executive produce that podcast? Yeah, I executive produced a few hundred episodes of it. But I think, I think, I think here's the thing about pod fade that, and that's a con that's a term that's used in the industry, right? Like right. most people after what seven episodes pod fade, meaning they get excited. They had their glass of wine or whiskey or beer and they're like, dude, we're doing this. And then yep. seven episodes in, they're like, so how are you doing? I think is it South Park <laughs> that made fun of us. Like you start staring cause they don't have content. They didn't plan it out. Right. And that's the whole point of it though, is I'm okay with you doing only seven seasons of orange is the next you know, new black, because that was what you tied your content to. As right. an audience member, I expect that, right? It is those that are like, let's all talk about underwater basket weaving, right? Okay, there's different angles you could talk about underwater basket weaving, right? Um, and it's indefinite in a way that you could kind of keep going with it if you really focus your mind on it. And I don't think people fully understand how much work it requires yeah. to put a podcast together. And I'm, a, again... I'm not criticizing for those that like, hey, I'm going to do something that's serialized. That's fine. Or even if you want to season it, if you know you can't commit to an indefinite podcast, then I always tell my clients, call it out from the jump. Say, yep. we're doing a 10 episode arc and we're going to be doing it this and we're talking about that, whatever it might be, right? Craft it out. So therefore your audience knows that when you stop, it's a finite stop, not simply like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, traditional media where they're like, oh, we're just going to cancel it midway through season three. And you're like, bye, <laughs> deuces. Right. You know, so. right. You break that trust. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when we had our, our network fully pumping, that was I had so many people coming to me that wanted to start podcasting. And that was a big thing that we're tied to is helping foster that, you know, people that want to get into it, that, that want to have this voice. And then they're like, I have no idea what to do. And I'm like, OK, we'll we'll foster you through this, you know, guide you gently. And I would say, I only have a couple of rules. One is don't swear. Uh, I know that people are like, oh, you're one of those. No, it's a marketing thing. If you swear and it slips through, immediately India and China will cut you out. Those are huge markets. Well, son of a sea cook, I'm out. So you got to be careful. If you label it <laughs> properly, yeah, they won't cut you out. They may, they may cut you out, but you won't be banned. If you are sitting here, F this right. and you know that... And then you try to market it, and let's say all of a sudden it catches fire in China because it does catch fire in certain places. I had weird places that all of a sudden, like, oh man, we got a ton of listens in Kazakhstan. Why? You know, something and hits. Then, and then yeah. you're dropping f bombs, but you didn't label it explicit. Oh yeah, yeah. They will ban you. And for us, it was riskier. They ban our network. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. We said, that... No swearing. Another reason was Molly, uh, our daughter, at the time we started, I think was six. Uh, nope, she had to be five because we're at 10 years and she's 15. Uh, Shh, see that math? Yeah. So, so with her, I was listening to a couple of podcasts and we'd get in the car and I'm, ha I'm listening and it was inevitable. If she and, and Maeve are getting in the car, it's right at the point that they go, you know, nice, 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 nice. We're talking about my little pony. Oh, Molly will like this. F my little pony just as they get in the car. And I'm like, no. why? Why <laughs> is that here? So that was one rule. Another rule was if you're going to sign on and do this, you got to give us a season. And a season can be as little as 10 episodes or 12 episodes. Makes sense. That way you're committed to it. So you don't bail after seven because yeah. that is the worst. 
Well, so yes, uh, 100. And I have to say this, and this is where I think you and I just like we differ in our our paths. Mm -hmm. So my partner and I intentionally did not curry the I don't know the casual podcast creator, and largely because we price pointed ourselves more towards brands. Sure. Companies and organizations, um, largely because that that was one thing. Uh, another buddy of ours um, that actually inspired us to do this um, whole business in general out in uh, Detroit. So shout out Bob Walton Spiel, love you guy. Uh, they had a podcast called um, It in the D, and nice. they talked. I mean, they were huge, and they ended up uh, creating this whole podcast Detroit network, and cool. um, they were huge, and they had, had so much, but they. They had a studios and all that stuff, which was great. And it was really inspiring to watch them. And it was a side gig. They still had their day jobs and they had the side gig that was really starting to become more of a full-time gig, but they had families to feed and they needed consistency. So, you know, they were kind of like dipping their toes and like running themselves ragged. Yeah. But what they warned me about, cause they all, they had hundreds of shows. Um, They're getting like what, four or 5 million downloads like a month nice. and stuff like that for them. Um, thank you, by the way, Podcast Detroit. That's how I got into CES for free as media. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I use their numbers. Why not? Um, anyway. Why not? And yeah, anyway, I'm totally like, oh my gosh, anyone at CES, please let me back in. Anyway, so um, for free. For free. Um, but what they warned me, their bit of advice, and I would like to hear your feedback on this. And I think you answered it, but they said, whatever you do, don't do the hobbyist podcasters. The I'm going to drink a beer or whiskey because they will fade out. And so they, their challenge was holding them accountable to make sure they continue and create their content. So what they did was they made them pay up front and said, okay, mm. we're going to do a 10, 10, 10 episode package. That's just to, if you want to use our studio and it's a two hour minimum, minimum, you know, studio time, whatever. And that's how they forced people to be like, okay, this is it. Like, and they gave yeah. them a time frame that they had to record it in. Um, yeah. They got their skin in the game and they, they charged enough that you're not going to let that just fly. You're going to do the work. Um, yeah, we took a very different approach because we didn't know what we were doing either. When, like I told you, when we started, we we really thought it was just going to be us, and it was very much a hobby. Um, yeah. To you know, actually going back into that first part of the story, I was finishing. I finished two bachelor's degrees. Uh, I did two within one year. It was brutal, and at the end of that. I wasn't getting interviews. I wasn't getting anywhere. It was weird. I got, now I have the education and I have the experience and I can't even get an interview. And it was in there that Maeve kept saying, I don't think you're supposed to go to a job. I don't think you're supposed to have a regular job. There's something else. And I, she, I was like conflicted and fighting it. And finally I went out for a walk and I had this clear message. It's supposed to be this podcasting thing. You're supposed to start a podcast network. How do you make money at it? No, I, at that time, <laughs> no idea. The only story you ever heard was about those women that had the the uh, the mommy podcast. You ever hear this story? They had a mommy podcast. It was two mothers. They started a thing to talk about their babies and give advice. And they signed a deal with Dixie Cup for like $100,000 as a sponsor. Crazy. So then what happened? Every podcaster out there was trying to find that $100,000 sponsor and acting like, oh, they're out there. They're not out there. Uh, it, it was, it, but it was a, it was a real story. Uh, and it, it was kind of crazy, but we knew right from the jump. That's not, that's not real. So we I, started saying, you're going to make money around the podcast thing. The part of podcast itself is a marketing tool. And if you want to use it 
for uh hobby if you're not worried about that okay and that was our approach you you took the approach of we're trying to build businesses out of this we took the approach of our business is the business we want you to foster your creativity uh so like we have one podcaster that was with us for seven years and i don't think ever broke 60 downloads in a month and i didn't pressure them or anything i guided them. I tried to shepherd them on how they could. Uh, they were very, very happy with that number. And okay. you know what? We were good with that. It didn't cost either of us anything. I wasn't charging them. Now, now those Detroit guys were charging. That was where my mistake was. We should have started from the beginning and said, here's how it works and we're going to charge. But we didn't know. I actually right. went back and got a master's degree in marketing to help our business. So I did know. <laughs> and, and that's actually yeah. the big joke. I, as far as I know, I'm the only person with a master's in podcasting because uh, my my final thesis, uh, the guy who who helped me with that, my mentor was amazing. And he said, OK, take your podcast business. I want you to write something about that. Whatever the question is that keeps you up at night, you're going to spend whatever it is, 10 weeks only thinking and working and writing about that answer. Mm. And at the end of it, I. What I did was at the time, and this is still kind of the thing, but it was, there was a, a period here, what, four years ago when all the celebrities were jumping in. Yes. And that was the buzz. Every article was about how podcasting is dead. Celebrities now are going to take over. There's no room for the independent guy. And I kept saying, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And yeah, I interviewed a bunch of people that were either brand new or had been doing it a while, but didn't have big numbers. And then also some ultra successful people. And I asked them the same questions about marketing about this, about what they thought of this. And I was able to very quickly win the argument that you didn't need to be a celebrity, but there are some things you had to do. Consistency, like you talked about. Uh, one of my favorites was this guy who we had his show on one of our live podcast marathons, because that's how we did it. We said, okay, we've got these shows. You can't, we're not able to get sponsors. We're not, you know, we're trying we did events. We created podcast marathons. We did the Women in Podcasting Festival. We did these things with C2E2. We did these things, right? Mm -hmm. And and we wrote, I was going to plug this later, but we wrote a book. Can you see that? Pod Life. Yeah. So we did things like that. You don't make money off something like this, but it's another great marketing, marketing tool. tool. It yes. is. Yes. It's fantastic. And and so we uh, we went that approach. Uh, of of trying to create things on the outside. So this guy had this show and it was their first time doing it live. They were brand new, right? And they were doing an actual play podcast where they play like a D&D type game and they have four or five people up on stage and they play it and they kind of talk it out. It's, it's an art form. Uh, it's tricky. Uh, a lot of people do it now, but at the time, actually a show that we had taken on was, as far as we can tell, the first one to ever attempt it. And it was, it was cool. They were never as successful as some of the bigger ones, but it was, it was a cool concept. So this guy had this show. They were on our thing. A year later, they are doing great numbers. Love they it. are doing great. So I have him for my uh, interviews about, for my, for my thesis. I asked him, I said, what is your secret sauce for this? And I loved this. He said, always have the last word. He said, it's our mantra. I said, okay. Mm. And what does that mean? No, okay. no, here's what it means. Because you hear that and you think, are you talking about as a podcast? Are you talking about? No, it's if if there's any engagement 
Facebook, Twitter, oh. wherever. Always Comment. respond. Yep, always. That's a good. That's always respond. And he said, th- when they took that on and they made sure, as a team, if you saw a post, at least one of you is responding. That makes numbers sense. Grew and grew and grew. That I makes one hundred. That's great advice. That is actually, that is something I haven't heard in like, like you, I think you intuitively know to do that, like respond, but right. just verbalize it like that. That's huge, Rob. I really appreciate that because that is one bit of advice. I think that's what I'm gonna have to highlight um, because yeah, always have the last word. And that means not just in the podcasting last word sense, but no reply back to everyone right. in that engagement sense. So yeah. I'll tell you another funny thing. So one of the ways you can make money is you have some swag, you have t-shirts, whatever. We never really make very much on it. It's funny that my biggest sellers have nothing to do with our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one of them that has, that, that I made was that I thought, Oh, I'll make one for podcasters. It was, it said, um, it, it just highlighted the letters all the first letter of always have the last word. And then it said, always have the last word on a mug. I thought nice. it was pretty cool. Yeah, no. Every comment I got back was, why? That doesn't make sense. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense unless you understand this one thing that even you made a face when I said it. So I'm like, yeah, I guess it's not a very good marketing. No, no, I I don't know. Okay, so I think in a way it is the, um, there is a certain aspect to the podcasting community. Okay. Some of the old schoolers kind of want to keep it pure, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, it's an audio based format. Yes. So stick oh. to audio. A podcast is audio. It's not video. It's not live stream. And I am of the definition of it's becoming more blended, but there are terms for a reason to help understand the difference between. Right. So I- I'm live streaming. This becomes a podcast. Okay. Yep. In the audio format, but I'm absolutely live streaming. I am putting it on YouTube. So there is a video component to it but it doesn't diminish that it is a podcast. This is intended to be something where, again, my focus is LinkedIn audience. I could give two craps. See, see now you're making me not swear. (laughs) Why? It's your show. Well, I mean, I mean, look. My my marketing concept about it makes sense though, doesn't it? But it absolutely does. But yeah, no, that's the whole thing. And I think is is, is that the medium of it as well, because I, I don't know why what it is, is it irks me more when people are like, I have a YouTube channel and it's called a podcast, but they don't distribute it across the part, you know, RSS feed. That's yeah. what pisses me off more than anything and annoys me. Sure. I won't say piss me off. It annoys me when people are like, I have a YouTube channel and I'm a podcast. It's like, that's not what a podcast is. Podcast traditionally is dis- distributing across RSS feed in audio format. Can what you're doing this? is a YouTube channel. Can we break this right now? Yes, do it. Okay. So first of all, I run two Facebook groups in Chicago, Chicago Podcasters and Chicago Podcasters Unite. I did not name them. So forgive me for the wildly creative names, right? (laughs) Uh, But they're pretty big groups of podcasters. So running this, I have gotten a big insight. They consider whatever a podcast. YouTubers, I have a podcast. It's a YouTube show. TikTokers, I have a podcast. No, you're making a bunch of short videos that have one theme on TikTok. Audio podcast. Okay. You know what? Can we just call podcast like individual created content? Can we just go to something like that and just use it as an umbrella? And then you say in this space, I make this, I make this because me as a creator, I like, so I interview uh, 
podcasters. There's a good one. I have a show called New Media Lab where I interview podcasters. I'm about to launch season four. I've hated the first three seasons. I finally like the show. I finally figured it out. Talk about yeah. staying with it. So with these shows, I interview the people. I do video. Yep. So far, I haven't released the videos. They are all audio. Okay? So technically, you would say, oh, that's a podcast. But when I release the videos, they are podcasts as well. When I chop them up, they're all part of the podcast mix. I consider it a, a stew. Po I know the name, if we get all technical, is an audio with an RSS feed, but the general public doesn't get that. They don't see that anymore. So I I'm get, good I, to say, break you. it. Let's call it a podcast. And then you make a vlog. Because I think they got tired of things like vlog and those types of names. You know, it's even with that. People say vlog and then, oh, no, no, no. I do video essays. Okay, first off, I haven't heard of vlog in like freaking like eight years. Oh, so that's like, you oh, need to I, run one I of these already groups. passed on on that thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do think that podcast is kind of becoming all encompassing. It's, it's actually good for the podcast community that society is embracing the term podcast for a greater. Per it's almost like we're getting yes. it elevated up, right? So it's like just you know, like the you audio say, TV or movies. Subset. It's become its own category that has all these subsets. It's like Kleenex. Yeah, right. Here's the other thing about it. You you said it. You make this video and then you strip out the audio and you make an audio podcast as well. Your focus is this, but this whole thing is a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And and that's what I've been really trying to do. Uh I have a show called Third Best Southgate. Uh thank God there aren't more Southgates that live in this house because I would definitely fall <laughs> down the uh the scale. And we film it on StreamYard. And then I they they post the video and I have the audio and I use that to promote it. It's like some people are auditory. Some people are visual. Yep. Uh, you, you want to hear one of the reasons I that broke this. It wasn't just the podcast groups I was running and seeing how people responded. It was that paper that I wrote. So one of the things I did was I did market research. I kept asking people questions. Where do you listen to your podcasts? How do you listen to your podcasts? Mm -hmm. What is a podcast? The general people, they either didn't know or it was every answer under the sun. They didn't put it in a box like you just tried to do. And I'm not saying you always do. I'm saying that's what most people try to do is put it in this box. Most of them that I asked, the general public didn't. The other thing was, and this was crazy to me. So many of them said the, they were younger. It was a generation like millennial and Gen uh, Z. Gen Z. They would say, oh, I I, uh, I get all my podcasts on YouTube. And I'd go, hmm. And I'd say, so you, you watch them? And they would say, some would say, oh, yeah, I love the videos. I love watching you know them do the interview live. A lot of them said, no, no, it's just I use that when I'm driving and I just put it on and let it run through my stereo. Right, right. Which to me made me say, all gloves are off. A podcast is just... It's a blanket for this user content that we create and whether it's actual play or drama or interview show or recap or whatever, it all falls under that umbrella and it, it forces it then to become something like you said, Kleenex. It's we watch TV, we watch movies. Well, guess what? I watch movies on my TV, but we call this TV, we call those movies, we call this podcast and it's all these different things but it's a video version or it's an audio version or it's a whatever
Yeah, you know, it is funny, though, because I, I think, you know, putting in that context of podcast being elevated to like that, you know, again, I'm using Kleenex. The Kleenex, if you want to sponsor me, you're welcome to um, <laughs> being that pervasive or Band-Aid. If Band-Aid wants to, you know, anyone from Kellogg's. Uh, uh, Dixie know, Cups, Johnson, I heard, did $100,000. Let's go yeah. with them. Hey, you know what? Spotify, if you want to give me $100 million, I'm not going to complain either. Yeah. No, but, um, but I do like the way you're putting in that because I do think that really helps. I do think our generation, and I don't know if you're of a specific generation, but I do feel like the millennials and the Gen Zs um, look at this type of content as content. They don't care about the terminology. It is yes. what it is. So the fact that podcast is a podcast is a podcast is is good for us because, and this is where I've kind of shifted. Like, so I'll say podcast, but I also say digital creator just because our clients yeah, are creator. asking for it because 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 you're right if you think about that funnel you've got the video on top and then you strip it down to the audio format and then you transcribe it so now you've got your written format that you can turn into your newsletter you could turn into a blog post you could turn into a you know article or whatever you want yeah and then of course you could take you strip down that video and you can make that into the shorts right so those yep. are that, that whole trend of the shorter content add generation right so yep. i think that's why you and i are in such a great position and that's why i encourage everyone to really look at the fact that there's a reason why oh that's the other thing there's a reason why podcast was created and it's it was different from video right like, like actual video production and it's because of the production quality of it right it was meant to be a cheaper form faster path to content originally I think the pandemic changed yeah. all that. After that, we all bought webcams, and guess what? Now we're all videographers, and we're all <laughs> right, movie right. stars. Everyone's got 4K sitting at their computer in front of them. Um, I, I, I'm like, you got 4K, but what's going to play it, people? Like, what are you doing? Okay, so, so anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you insight into me and into my wife and why we think the way we do and why this all happened. We come from the world because we're older. We did zines. Back in the late oh, zines. 80s. Hell yeah. We were into indie film where you shot on like high eight. Like, oh God, I had this little film canister and I could get 30 seconds of film. Uh, we were doing that kind of stuff, which what do you think this is now? This is just an extension of that. So when you say, yeah, it was like, hey, it, it wasn't about the quality, although better quality can help. It was about getting your voice out there, sharing your thing. That's why we based our company the way we did, where yeah. we said, this is about giving you that voice. There, There's actually, when you, if you read this book, uh, what we did here, and we have volume two coming out. That's why I was actually promoting it. Uh, what we did was we just interviewed podcasters. So I'm going to invite you to be in volume three. Uh, and what we did was we said, tell us your story, your words, but write an essay, 1500 words, 2000 words, tell us your story. And what we got back were really personal stories. Uh, we got stories. A lot of them were about, I didn't have a voice, uh, especially the women in here talking about how nobody was, I felt like I was silenced. And then, uh, the one talks about how, uh, somebody said something critical about her, about her voice after she did the podcast, I got her to do the podcast. Somebody said something really critical about it. Oh, she has a squeaky voice. She should just learn to keep it quiet or whatever. Oh, and she was ready to quit. And it was the first time I met her in person. She was one of our podcasters and we met at a Comic-Con and she walks up and she's like, I'm going to have to quit. And I went, why? And she said, well, and she told me this thing. And I said, first of all, don't read the comments. Second of all, don't read the comments. Third of all, honestly, at this point, I'm your producer. Who do you think 
whose opinion on this actually matters? And she goes, oh, it's mine. And I said, no, it's not. It's mine. Because you are going to hear these voices telling you that your voice is bad. I'm telling you, you've got a great voice. You have, even if your voice is squeaky and weird, which it wasn't, she had a great voice. But even if it is, if you have something to say, I'm all in. If you go by that, nobody would have given Lou Reed a record contract. And I freaking love Lou Reed. Yeah. Get it? Yeah, no, I love it. You so, actually just pulled it back to the title. Why can't they say what they want? Like, that's why we love the podcasting because why can't exactly. we? Why and now can't I've we? moved into, as a marketing consultant, I've moved into more of the business end. I help podcasters figure out how to market their stuff. You know, you, you want it, you want 60 a, a month. Okay. But if you want to get bigger, if you want to maybe attract some sponsors or sell some t-shirts or get some free passes to a Comic-Con or, or to CES, we got to we got to grow your audience a little bit, and I help them with that. I also immediately after I started that found that it was artists and artists alley. I'm working with realtors. I'm working with coaches. Coaches are mm, coaches. they need this. They yeah. need this. So you're going more for the corporate client, although I do too. But I work mainly with with not for profits because mm. I have a pure vision on how what they can do to really bolster. Yeah, not that I want their voice. Corporate, I love but, that, but I love this like getting the voice out there, getting the message out there and making it really pure. And you find people that are so passionate about doing it. They're all over the place. Yes. They're just afraid of how and making that mistake and having somebody criticize them with our, with our podcaster, they criticized her. I mean, it paralyzed her until I just said, no, until I say it, keep doing your thing. And she did. She went on to create more shows. She did great stuff. She's doing wonderfully now and she always goes back to that like it was when you told me this and i realized yeah it's it's just the one person that believes in me is the only one i need to listen to well you know what's funny about that and i were i knew we'd run long for time and we even get to talk about music which is like my, my favorite 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 topic i mean podcasting is great and all and you're don't gonna get have to have me back on because i could talk music all day I know it. I know it. I know it. So, okay. So, but that's the whole thing about podcasting too, though, right? Is the fact that these are your own personal opinions. This is your authentic self, if you will. Don't be yeah. something that you're not. No. And you know what? Ain't no one going to love everyone a hundred percent of the time. Right. No. And I'm totally bastardizing that saying and that idiom, right? You cannot win over everyone 100% of the time. Just, no. it doesn't exist. I, I know by virtue of my existence of just being live streaming right now, I've pissed off a certain percentage of the LinkedIn population. Okay. I don't give a crap. Right. right? It right. is all about what you have and your audience, your audience, the ones that you're really targeting are the ones that care. The ones that were going to be your naysayers that will poo-poo you, that'll be your trolls, they are not your audience. They're just there to exist. They're little miserable lives to be rude and mean and ignore yep. it. Because because if someone said that to you in front of your face, you would just be like, okay, dude, I'm going to move on over here. I'm going right. to talk to this group over here, right? right? And so that's the thing about I don't experience a lot of the that side of it just because again like i said our corporate clients their marketing department so they understand a little bit yeah, different yeah. messaging and challenges but i do agree with you for a lot of my friends that um just by virtue of us doing this is encouraging them to create their own content and overcome their own self-doubts to me that's a win and yeah that's my it's funny what you mentioned is like this is why we're saying same is this is why we started it was like i started the business because unfortunately like I had a lot of people passing away within a very short time frame and I realized um I probably should add one more detail that I do my boyfriend's genealogy and I just realized you become death dates and birth dates very quickly yeah. what a great way to leverage technology to 
share your authentic self of who you are in your own voice, with your own personality, with your own, you know, passions, right? Than this medium. And that's where I think it's just create, helping to create people's legacies is such a great fuel and fire for people like you and me. And that's why we are podcast producers, creators, whatever have you to enable people to do that. So let me piggyback on that fast. I know okay. we're running long. I know we're totally, I'm totally in trouble. Sorry, people. Okay. So uh, last year we lost a number of people. One person in particular was my best friend, Chris. I mentioned the name Chris before, a different Chris. This Chris, we became great friends because of podcasting, because of me walking into his restaurant and him wanting us to do live podcasting in there. And over time, he became my best friend. And he died. Okay. I'm sorry. A rough one. I mean, I'm still choked up about it. He was also my podcast partner. He did a ton of stuff with me. And, over, and he wasn't a podcaster. He just grew to love it and call himself a podcaster. And that loss is devastating. But here's mm. what, what the byproduct is. I'm listening to a show the other day, one that I had guested on uh, and I forgot about. And I was like, oh, wait, I was on this. And I listened to, to a little bit, not where I was on. And then all of a sudden, on comes Chris's voice. He was guested on it. I had no idea. Oh. You talk about that legacy thing. You talk about what this did. It it touched me so much to hear his words and what he was talking about. He was being authentic. He was being himself. And I was like, wow, it was like I had my friend back for a moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm edit I've got hundreds of hours of shows with him. And every once in a while we stumble on one and my whole family is like, oh my God, there's Chris. We're listening to his voice. Like he's right here. So in our new volume of pod life, he was supposed to write a chapter. Mm. He, he died. So we made a, documentary that has never we've it's sitting on a hard drive here it's never been completed we're still working on it because it's it's huge we we interviewed tons of podcasters at different events we did and have live footage and it's like this crazy thing we're like what is this thing well one of them was an interview with chris i never saw it i was podcasting while he was doing it um. so i stumbled across it and i went oh my god i started listening to it and he gives all this personal stuff and talks about podcasting and it's beautiful so in this new volume, my wife and I have been transcribing his talk into a chapter, mm -hmm. trying to make his words into a readable chapter. Legacy. When his parents, when we send them the book, they're going to they're gonna be so touched because it's his words. It's him. It's his podcasting. It's now it's in video, audio. It's in a book. It's like everywhere because of us getting into this medium and having no fear and taking care of each other throughout it and being authentic. So what you said, there it was. And, and volume two, uh, it keeps getting delayed because man, it's a lot of work to put one of these out. No, uh, I, I just, what you're describing is a, is a, that's gotta be a passion project. Yeah. It, <laughs> and it doesn't make any money. And we had a couple of haters. Most people said really positive things. And one guy's like, you had the wrong people on it. It's like, Okay, if there's 4 billion podcasts and we had 30 podcasters in here, I'm sorry I didn't get the one you like. Again, that's their own personal opinion. And yes, and it didn't hurt. All I did yeah. was go, okay. next book. Yeah. Okay. What's the name? I'll try and get them. No, I get that. I get that as well. Oh, my gosh. Rob, we can keep talking, and I know we, we, we will, and we definitely need to come back. I love having you. It's a lot of fun, and definitely let me know what you need for the next book. And, dude, I'm telling you, like, this is why – 
again, I think people get conceptually the idea of the podcast, like, oh, I need to put some kind of digital content out there. But there is so much you can do with it. It's a great yes. tool and it's, it's a great amazing. medium. And it doesn't require a ton of your time for people like you and me. Good, you know, if you're the client, get your content together. Obviously, you need to know what you're going to talk about and plan that out, but show up, record, and we can do the rest for you. It does not have to be a troublesome DIY that you won't get the pod fade. And this is how and why and where we give advisement to our clients, which is look, the time it costs you to produce this yourself, is that worth the return on investment for you? Right. right? So if you're a hundred and let's say you're a thousand dollars an hour and you're doing your own podcast is that really worth your time so <laughs> right. just chew on that guys and there's a lot of value around expertise there's a lot of more work that goes into podcast production too and you know we can we can wax poetic on that as well but on the final note here rob southgate southgate media group thank you so much for joining us on the mic is listening i really appreciate you and i do have some uh last words here that i i, I i've been told i keep remembering to forget i remember to forget to do it so on that note so global leaders organization aaron my business partner and i are the dallas chairs we are committed to community commerce capital content this is a global organization with city chapters all over the united states as well as in the western hemisphere and uh, it's all about entrepreneurs so if you own your own business and you are looking to build a community and or you are wanting access to capital investments that is probably one of the core cruxes and of course exchange of content and we've all been there and done that ask us we're happy to help you we just happen to be based in dallas and we can send you the right way and of course innovation media enterprises as i always say Everyone has a story to tell, do it with a podcast. We consult, strategize, produce, and we do help you with your marketing around your podcast and all that good stuff. And of course, I do not want to be remiss. I do want to re-promote. Southgate Media Group does very similar things differently and all well. There's so much business to be had, so many personalities to be had. I'm all about supporting fellow podcast producers, such as Rob and his company at Southgate Media Group, because you know what? Sometimes we just work click better with others and I don't want my personality to diminish anyone from producing their own podcast. Maybe Rob might be the better route or maybe Billy across the way might be and, the better route, but and either we have way, different, different people we're servicing, you know? So yeah. I, I would recommend you in a heartbeat. Yeah, so thank you. know your niche, know who you're dealing with. And there's plenty of work out there. Plenty of oh, ways to go God. about this. And there's plenty of creativity. So do it and rock it, own it. And on that note, guys, we'll see you next week for the mic is listening. See ya.